Hey, everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. It is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. Mid-ish week. Well, I mean, by the time this goes up, it's like almost precisely mid, not even midweek. Mid-holidays. Whatever. Whatever. It's all too hard. I got my uh, holiday party on, God, Friday, the whatever, that day is 15th. I don't know. So, yeah, that's going to be, that's kind of fun because we get to do like kind of a half day-ish. If they did a breakfast, you'd have to go back to work. But if you do a lunch... Then you get to not go back to work or something. Is it like an old school sitcom office party style thing? Oh, I wish. No, they don't even have. You can't even bring a partner. Oh, of you course. Can't, yeah. It's not at night. There's no booze. It, you pay for everything. <laughs> like it's not even. That, that doesn't. That's like Merry Christmas here. Come and buy your own lunch and yeah. Don't have fun. Take heart that government employees don't get free anything. They tricked I mean, you. That's not in a party. terms of that. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe there's other stuff I'm not aware of. But that's yeah, just no. a normal lunch. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and that's just. I mean, that's our section. I know at one time pre-COVID there was like more officially type thing. Like there was two different ones I think, and one was like more so the employee one, and then there was one where there would be like judges and higher ups and people where I'm like, I don't know if I can fully relax around you. And that one was more yeah. like an actual fancy type meal. And you could go to both. I, I'm still pretty sure you had to pay, but like you could go. But I'm like, do I, I don't know, man. Am I really enjoying that? Like, because I think they're kind of like trying to doll it up so that they're like, don't you want to go to the fun employee one? You don't want to come to the, you know, like they threw the bone out there, but I was like, you know, I don't want to go to this one. You're getting ripped off though, because our tax dollars are being spent on some holiday stuff because we went to the NAC Home Alone with a live orchestra on the weekend Okay. and parked at City Hall, which is a good trick if you're ever doing stuff downtown. True. And it was the mayor's festive holiday party upstairs. And so they had the Rink of Dreams was open. Okay. And for out-of-towners, that's the cool little skating rink on the city hall front lawn featured in multiple christmas films so many christmas not set in ottawa (laughs) but in ottawa yes and they had i think they're giving away free beaver tails and hot chocolate okay but the line for beaver tails was like getting onto a ride at disney world that's not it was stand in line for three hours (laughs) to get your free beaver tail and i'm assuming it's not like the best of the best beaver tail at that point they're just cranking them out trying to give out thousands of beaver tails i remember one of those when i worked at a gig on Parliament Hill, it was for turning on the festive lights. And same thing. They had free beaver tails. Yeah. And it was bonkers. And the poor employees, they were just oh. just knocking these out. And people react to a free, delicious pastry, sometimes with, like, anger and frustration. Like, it's, they're like, no, you can't butt in line here. You know? And you're like, guys, calm down. It's not even pastry. It's free anything. As you oh, know yeah. from yeah. every single Mayfair free, <laughs> free event thing. we've ever had. That it's yeah. just very little thank yous. Very, no. And not to typecast. I mean, obviously some people are thankful, but just yeah. there's entitlement. And it's oh, yeah. so insane because I'm like, this is supposed to be fun. Like, this is probably for families. And even if it's not... It's just fun. And I also, I'm like, I couldn't imagine me reacting in that kind of, like, I'd almost rather not do it at all than to be some jerk about it. I feel so bad for any of our friends who work at comic stores because, God, I think it's about 20 years deep. There's this wonderful day called Free Comic Book Day. And it was a genius idea that I think some (laughs) store came up with. Was. And, yeah, I still love it. But so all the publishers, you know, DC, Archie Marvel, put out a specific free free comic book day branded thing and it's a publicity stunt yeah it gets people into the brick and mortar stores it might publicize a new storyline you have coming up that then tricks people to buying that 
and it's just like a fun day and comic creators come out and do autograph signings and you know the the 501st comes out dressed in their Star Wars outfits, all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. But there's always somebody going like, are these ones free? And you're like, no, these are the normal comic books. <laughs> like, are these copies of Damn Cursed Children uh, free? Oh, yeah. No, no, you got to pay me for those. I almost forgot that I was like insane weird children. I'm like, no, that's not it. That's just normal children. And just last weekend at the 613 flea market, we saw somebody selling free comic book day books oh it happens every and year i'm like guys that's not the spirit of the season of free comic book day and this actually directly relates to me now because i as you know and no one else knows i've fallen back into comic books as my kind of midlife crisis thing i'm so proud yeah it's my fun <laughs> thing and now i'm like i kind of get your references more you know and what like i'm, I'm easier to buy for now actually i'm, I'm worse because i'm I'm into what I'm into and I'm being like very strict because I can't have it balloon into like 10 long boxes. Like I just, I can't, it's insane. Yeah. Much as it would be fun. Like even now, like with records, I'm like, I I don't, I need to to pare down. Like I just don't, they're heavy and what am I doing here? But anyway, the point is there's been two separate storylines now where they had the like intro issue or pre whatever you want to call it as a free comic book day. Right. But then for me, I'm like, there's twofold. Number one, I've already missed both of those comic book days. So I will have to pay to receive these issues, which bothers me on a personal <laughs> level. But I'm like, fair enough. You know, like it's a free issue from three years ago. I don't expect you to just give it to me, you know, but there's been a kind of interesting, this actually happened both times with these and you were surprised to hear about this. So the, the one yeah. they had put out a fancy edition version of the free comic book Yeah, that had, it didn't, cause most of them have like, you know, free in big letters and like a bunch of stuff all over it and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not being like, all right, I'm too good for that. But the one was called Night Terrors. It was this really cool like storyline and they had the first issue like that. And all the other ones, I had these like cool fancy issues and variant covers and everything. And then they had this intro and I was like, okay, first of all, I know I need to have it because I'm an insane person who has to have all the stuff. But I found out that there was this one where it was like, they call it like a virgin cover where they have like no writing on it at all, whatever. And it was like really cool looking and it was kind of like gold foil almost even but it was like 25 bucks and that bothered me because i was like this is a free comic book the content i believe is the same but now i'm also like you know i want it so i'm enraged so anyways i was able to get one sent to my buddy in the states and it was like 10 15 bucks so i was like okay i can live with that but there was another one for uh darkest days or darkest well i can't remember the name of it darkest night i think it's called the green lantern one and so the same thing there was another one and the the intro issue was this free comic book day and i was like oh god i don't want to pay for this i was like maybe they have an alternate cover and they did but it was like a san diego comic-con exclusive and i think it just yeah it was similar you know but just like virgin cover whatever and i was like so obviously I bought it because I had I'm a sucker and I had and I think I had to get it sent to the states again because like we just get screwed on these things like they're never affordable but then I also don't I don't want to pay ten bucks for a thing that has free comic book day written all over it like just on principle almost for the same price I know sometimes they'll reprint it in the collected edition yeah it makes sense so if it's like eight issues they'll shove it in there or a good sneak around is sometimes the libraries will have it in their digital catalog if it's like a collected edition of Darkest Night or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a weird conundrum where they're putting them out as a nicety and then people are selling them. Yeah, there's no right answer, but speaking of a free thing that would make people angry, just the other day, so we're a bit ahead of schedule now where if you look online, we have the schedule up to December 28th. But don't look if you want it to be like a surprise. surprise. (laughs) Like... And Gwen was looking at it, and she exclaimed, Oh, you don't have Polar Express. Oh, God. And I went, Oh, my God. And so the long and short of it is, for the past 10 years, a local realtor company 
hosted a free screening of Polar Express around the holidays. To antagonize Josh. Yeah. And <laughs> it was good for us in that they bought a free small popcorn and drink for all 300 people in attendance. Yeah. But it always caused trouble of people would show up late. It would be sold out. They'd be mad. They'd be like, why wasn't there advanced tickets, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> for a free For thing. a free thing. So it's this kind of blessing and a curse now. And it's gone because that person retired and the company kind of folded in with another company. Yeah, she kind of sold her name in a way. Yeah, and I think that new company just went, oh, we don't have to do this anymore. And I mean, and they never did. Like, it always did seem like it was just something that she liked doing for the yeah. community. Like, she didn't really have to. Like, she her name was out there. Everyone knew her. But it was just kind of a thing. I think it was just like a way to give back kind of thing. And that was a nice thing. Just it was Polar Express every year. And as much as Robert Zemeckis has done some amazing stuff like <laughs> Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future, and we all love Tom Hanks, but man, that movie is just a creepazoid movie for me. And just, it was this hilarious kind of curse that they could have mixed it up. You know, they could have screened Elf or Scrooge <laughs> anything or anything else. Christmas Martian. <laughs> Christmas Martian, anything. Oh, I don't know if that would have gone over super well, but... So yeah, so that's gone this year. That's the first year in a long time that we don't have to screen Polar Express. Yeah, which is, you know, yeah. I mean, it is nice. Although, I mean, obviously, like, it was a good paycheck for you guys yes. or whatever but yeah. but it's not not stressful you might think maybe it is when it's no tickets and like oh this isn't bad because they kind of did their own tickets and whatever yeah, I, I think they kind of brought a crew in with them basically they did yeah and the good the kind of you know glass half full glass half empty is that we have a ton of rentals this month oh braggart this wednesday and thursday if you happen to look at our schedule we only have I might be getting this backwards, but like we only have a 9 p.m. movie tomorrow and a matinee on Thursday. And it's because the other four time slots that day are private rentals. Huh. So it means a little bit less for the public to come to. But those are nice for our bank account because it means we're not booking a film and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we do have a lot of that to kind of make up for missing out on Polar Express. And you can still come buy popcorn during those yeah, screenings. Yeah. Just don't make noise or go in accidentally, quote-unquote. Yeah. All it really means is you'll see sometimes we have, like, you know, a movie for two nights that we might have had for three. That's mm -hmm. kind of all it means is a little bit less in that, but... It's good for us. All these rentals are good. And every time, every single time we have a rental, despite it being on the website, despite me putting it on social media, every time we do it, people are like, oh, I didn't know you could do this. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you could do it. Do it. And the last week, I think it was right after we did the podcast, there was a, a rental and it was for a sing-along movie. Oh, and then, yeah. And you were like, oh, just to double check, like uh, we have a lot of rentals. Which movie is this? And then they said it. And then one of the guys was like, can we pick something else? Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> you could tell he was dreading watching this thing. I just overheard that. I was like, that's such a funny comment. Yeah, his friend wanted to watch the sing-along movie, but the other guy was like, can we get something else? And yeah. I said... You could watch anything you bring on a Blu-ray. Yeah, you were like, we got a whole stack of Blu-rays. But yeah. I think it was just that one guy was not into it and everyone else was. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's such a super, it's a super nice thing. It wasn't even a holiday movie to my knowledge. But no, like, this was just, I believe, his birthday pick. I okay. I believe, yeah. Because most of the time it's people watching, I don't know, It's a Wonderful Life, I guess, or I don't know. Oh, well, I, this I month know. we have, I think we have three Christmas Vacations. Oh, wow, nice. And two Diehards, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that, which is like the only way that you could watch Die Hard. <laughs> and I will say that, and the reason, the red tape around that is that we don't, besides for what I just said, but it's not 
advertised. There's not tickets sold. Yeah. It's a private function. So really, the red tape is it's no different than you watching the movie at home. Right. Yeah. You're just renting a room, basically. Yeah. And so that's how you get away with being able to watch something that might not be available. And I totally get that a kid might want to watch the Paw Patrol movie again or a Minions (sighs) movie again. But there's always this old man thing in me of like, come on, watch Jungle Book, watch yeah. Fantasia, watch something old that you won't get a chance to see. Star Wars fans love it because they can come in and watch something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's always fun. But we do have a lot of those. And it's always nice because usually it's like, sometimes it's a surprise party, which is fun. We have one coming up and I think it'll happen before this podcast. I won't divulge the name of the person or the date or anything, but it's a private rental just for two people. So... You can even do that if you're being extra romantic or you're proposing, which has happened, which scared me because I'm like, what if this doesn't go well? Yeah, or you can trick Josh into doing a private screening for your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that works out well, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's super. It's a great time of year with one caveat, and that is, to my knowledge, we still have not located our missing employee, Lil Avalanche. Oh, my God. The other day, I came in, and it just kind of hit me. I think it's because I was putting the fireplace up on the big screen before. And you wanted to burn Lil Avalanche yeah. all these years. <laughs> We have a tradition of putting a dollar store fireplace up on the screen before It's a Wonderful Life. But it looks like a million bucks, though. You don't have to say dollar store. People love it. People love it. Glorious. And I was like, where's Little Avalanche? And Little Avalanche is this little, I don't know, animatronic (laughs) is a heavy word. Yeah, anthropomorphic uh, snowman who I believe wraps Ice Ice Baby. How that works. Anyway, the point of it is, it's like, yeah, so he's, I mean, it's in a way it's terrible, but yeah. it's also like, he's just always been around. And I think the story goes that he was a secret Santa gift one year or something like that. Yeah. Might not have even been an in-house secret Santa gift, but somebody had one of those aforementioned Christmas parties here and they watched a Christmas movie and he got left behind and <laughs> he's just been here. He was sitting on top of the Coke fridge for a while. Yeah. For a while, he was hiding in our candy bar closet for quite a while. And I just, he's gone. And I looked behind the screen. Other candy bar kids were like, oh yeah, I don't know where he is. I can't imagine he just got thrown out. No, no, no. And in full disclosure, Josh hates Little Avalanche and has tried multiple <laughs> times to give him away. Yeah, Like true. to your friend's kid. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not giving away Little... You came close one time and I was like, you're not giving away Little Avalanche. Yeah. And now I'm not working here really as much and so... I can't protect Little Avalanche. And so I'm, I'm just sort of thinking, I mean, here's the thing too. Is this kind of a bat signal to someone who might have a Little Avalanche they're trying to get rid of because no, who in their right mind would want? Like he's literally like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> like it's, so, it's, it's, he's technically terrible, but also it's like, it's been such a running joke that I, I'm devastated to potentially have lost him. I don't know where he went. Yeah. I'm, I'm very confused. So I want to believe you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're the one who would always hope that he's disappeared. Like, maybe is he in the Evil Dead basement down under the candy bar? I don't God, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a really bad liar. So if I <laughs> killed him... I would have spilled it by now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a lot. So, so you know, if you see Little Avalanche around, I guess. I mean, did he escape? I'm not sure. If you kidnapped Little Avalanche, yeah. please send a photo because that'd be hilarious. The, especially if it's like, oh, the Coke closet is open and nobody stole candy or Coke, but they stole <laughs> yeah. Little Avalanche. The rapping snowman. Oh, God. Yeah. So that that was sad when Josh told me about that. And I'm like, wow, we got to put the call out for yeah. Little Avalanche. <laughs> the other holiday season related thing is... While editing the podcast, you said, oh, yeah, 1982, that was a great year for Gremlins. And then I'm editing the podcast, and I look it up, and I'm like, 
It was 84. You're wrong. Well, you had to look it up, so you're not better well, than I me. I knew it was wrong. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I was wrong about another thing, too. Oh, no. Uh, well, I was just listening to the podcast on the way here, and I mentioned the Johnny Depp movie, 88 Minutes. Oh, yeah. Actually, Johnny Depp, that, it was Nick of Time I was thinking of, oh. which I think was 88 Minutes long. But 88 Minutes had Al Pacino. But in my defense, they're both like uh, yeah. whatever that's called. You know, it's like uh, happening in real time, you know? Yeah. So, but also like, God, like 30 years apart or something. 88 minutes and Nick of Time are the Armageddon and Deep Impact of <laughs> real time movies. But decades apart, you know. Are they? I thought they were kind of closer together. I think, I thought 88 minutes was like 2007. I, I could be, I, I'm not going to guess anymore after the Gremlins fiasco, but yeah. like, you know, just to say, I was like, wait a minute, why did I, why did I, I think j- literally I thought of the running time and made that the movie, but actually Nick of Time has Christopher Walken and Johnny Depp. 95 pretty sure and then running time is with bruce <laughs> oh. campbell oh and not i was thinking of the one with the guy who died from fast and furious paul walker oh yeah yeah running wild yeah my bad so god there's a lot of these movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're all great wait wait was that it okay that was my only mistake okay oh, perfect thank perfect. god but you know i made a note of it and we've cleared that up so <laughs> i think i think that absolved me i'm usually pretty good with dates i don't know what i was thinking last week with that whole 82 and maybe just, i'm thinking of et gremlin i don't know there's man. a lot of good stuff in 82 yeah it's still a great year like creep show i mean which i'm pretty sure i mentioned and totally is 82 so i got that one yeah god <laughs> i can't i can't live like this okay we got a bunch of stuff to chat about so let us bring up the movies that we are screening the week of friday december 15th and side note we didn't pre-plan to talk about the golden globes so we probably aren't but do people care about the Golden Globes? Uh, only because Nicolas Cage is up yeah. for Best Actor. Yeah. So I'm gonna just say that that's the only one we're mentioning. Although I will say, most of the, pretty much 95% of the foreign films we have played or are playing. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Like, didn't a couple years ago everyone was like, "Yeah, they're a sham." And well, not even a like. I mean, cheats decades and, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> like we all know they're bought and paid for Garbo Awards, but I mean, it's still kind of. I, I mean, one Cage is nominated or something like Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon, stuff like that. Like yeah, um, Uncut Jam for Adam Sandler like those are the only times I think it's kind of cool where I'm like the Oscars wouldn't have the guts to do these types of things except for Cage we hope but I know it's just a thing that Hollywood people go to because it's a really great party and they get a lot of free stuff yeah yeah no they like being (laughs) gassed up by people giving the money and swag bags so yeah yeah. but huge for Cage so just to say you know we'll be getting the dream scenario which is now Golden Globe nominated Yep, that'll be coming either at the end of the year or early New Year here to the Mayfair. So. Very excited. Just wanted to get that out of the way, just in case people were like, are they going to talk about the Golden Globes and go bit by bit like they do with the Oscars? We are not. No, I don't care about those guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first up for the week of December 15th, we have a new French-Canadian drama from Denis Arcand called Testament. Whoa. It's about a retired archivist who's annoyed and confused by a group of protesters who are angered by a mural inside the retirement home where he resides. Damn. So it's like a dramatic comedy about a grumpy old man who I think maybe learns a valuable lesson about not being a grumpy old man. Did he? Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's a twist. I, and did he make the mural? Or I think it's just there and he's like defending it. Okay. And it's like a comment on today's times. Of yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Okay, fair. And Danny Arcand is a legendary Canadian filmmaker who's won all kinds of awards at the Cannes Film Festival and TIFF and Directors Guild and all that kind of stuff. Probably like a hundred we haven't even heard of too. Like just he's probably won all the awards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just come and see it. It's gonna be good. Uh, so then we have another French film. This one from France, starring Catherine Deneuve, and it's a political comedy about a first lady who was expecting to finally get the place she deserves after her husband becomes president, but she's shoved aside 
and then she does her best to get revenge by becoming a major media figure. Wow. And that's based on a true story about Elise Palace. Hmm. And again, another. so we had a French-Canadian film and a French-France film in the okay. same week. Oh, that's so like almost all the French. I guess we need like a deep Gatineau type. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what that would be. It's still time to find that one. It's one of those genres, not that it's a genre per se, but people are like, you should play more French movies. And it's always the frustration of like, we do and you don't come. So just look at our schedule, please, because... We're showing two right now. Yeah, and Christmas Martian kind of, that's a half. It was dubbed, but it was a French movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have our grand return of the Absent Friends Shadowcast hosting the Rocky Horror Picture Show for a December edition. As we know, it is one of the highest attended Rocky Horrors in North America, one of the longest running. The Absent Friends are world-renowned of being some of the best hosts of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, no, and obviously uh, Sam needed some rests, and hopefully it's all sealed. (laughs) It's not sealed up. We don't want to be sealed up. We got to get him out of there. But no, no, healed up. That would be good. We don't want him, like, oh, God, like, sealed into a wall, Edgar Allan Poe style. (laughs) Although I feel like somehow he'd be into that. He'd like that. Yeah, yeah, he's always into the gothic fun, you know. So, which, you know, this is kind of gothic fun a little bit you know the mansion's kind of gothic you know so i'm I'm gonna tie that in real nice and then i'll mention just so i don't forget it we also have a saturday night cinema oh hosted by me you no spoilies but is it holiday season edition i was wondering about that and if i'm even allowed to say that but i can tell you it is set during the winter okay that's good yeah i don't it's not i don't think they mention christmas in it but it's like those are always that's close enough yeah like i kind of like there's a lot of those that are winter set but not specifically Christmas, like Iced is a really fun one, although it's never come out on disc. Unfortunately, they lost the Masters. But, you know, a lot of ones where it's like, oh, yeah, skiing or snowboarding or something like that. So it's like, this has none of those things apart from snow. But I I will say uh, I wanted to play this a couple of months ago for cinema, and Lee was like, why don't we wait for December or for the winter, you know? And I'm yeah. like, personally, I'd rather watch a summer movie in winter because <laughs> now I'm watching a, a winter movie, and then I go outside, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's cold as hell, and this sucks. But... You know, regardless, I was fingers crossed waiting until I could show this. I think it'll play well. And even better is, I mean, I'm going to talk over, I won't say exactly what you're about to say, but uh-huh. there is a Christmas horror film playing right before cinema. True. So like pretty cool double bill. And, and mine, mine's more kind of silly and laughs and stuff. So it's like, it'll play well with the other one. So that movie is the AGFA American Genre Film Archive restoration of Don't Open Till Christmas, which is a kind of forgotten 1980s uk murder mystery i guess yeah basically it's kind of a jello pretty much yeah and, and it's it's like um it's a very it's kind of disjointed someone's killing santas yeah, that's the thing so that's the gimmick of this one is like it's not someone who dresses up as santa killing people it is someone killing santas I don't remember why, but I mean, I've, I've seen this movie a bunch. And uh, the thing that's sort of interesting about this one is that it actually like has some pretty cool deaths and like some of the effects are actually pretty sweet, you know, and and it's not like I said, it's a bit disjointed. But I mean, it, so is almost every Jalo movie. Let's be honest, like there, <laughs> there's this weird stuff happening. And then the twist is or the killer, or whatever you're like, oh, OK, yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah. And, like, and it has that really fake blood. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's British, which is kind of fun. Like it, we don't. I don't know. that We don't seem to have a lot of Christmas horror movies that are British. And these are the kind of movies that Edgar Wright was kind of tipping his hat to with Last Night in Soho. Mm-hmm. That very British, British officers, British characters, British music background, everything of a, like kind of a low-budget grindhouse kind of stuff. 
Yeah, and, and I can't imagine like how good this looks now. I mean, for a lot of times it was really. I think this one's eighty five, if I'm not mistaken. Eighty four. Okay, I'm right there. All right, but yeah, so it's like I think for a long time they were just really dodgy VHS rips and oh, stuff yeah. like that, you know. And I can't, I can't, I don't think this was a video nasty, but it was like right. It, it may have been. I love the poster. The poster is just this perfect kind of Pulp Fiction painted poster. But my eyes passed over the uh, the log line, and I almost laughed out loud, interrupting you. So it is. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, dot, dot, dot. They were all dead. <laughs> like, oh, man. That's such a good... Wait, so they killed the creatures as well? Like, I guess. That's uh, It kind of got dark. Even darker than you expected for a murderous, not-Santa movie. And this is an example of, I joke, you know, we can just stop making movies. Because we keep screening movies from the 80s and before that I've never heard of. And... There's so many more coming, and it's thanks to places like Agfa that are rescuing these movies that would be languishing away on deteriorating VHS tapes. And they make these just too good for what the content is. Looks beautiful. Looks like it's like you're watching it the first day back in '84. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, same year as Nightmare on Elm Street, which is neither, oh, yeah. neither here nor there, but kind of fun, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, no, this is. I hesitate to say that it's a good movie, but it's a really fun Christmas horror movie that yeah, most people haven't seen, and that it's it's rare to see like such a nice looking copy of it. That's what I say. Anytime we're not showing good movies, because we only show good movies, right? It's a movie that might not be good. But you still totally want to see because it's so cool. Yeah, and especially like going into cinema too. Like I think that's a really, this is going to be a fun double bill. And then our other holiday season classic this week is It's a Wonderful Life. What do you say about It's a Wonderful Life? Every year we screen it and every year we pack the joint. It gets me every time when he's running around and he says, hello, movie house. And then yeah. everyone in the Mayfair claps. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, it's such a classic. And it's, it's really fun to see like, spoofs of these like they had the tiny tune adventures spoof of yeah, this uh, yeah. and, and cartoons and and it's funny like when you're younger maybe you get it maybe you don't like i mean i knew i seen the movie when i was young but you know there's lots of stuff like where it's fun now when you're, you're looking back and you're like ah oh, yeah okay this was for sure a reference to this or that or something like that you know so it's just been so like this one and christmas uh, or um whatever the scrooge uh story not a christmas story a christmas like, carol a christmas carol that's it yeah i was like yeah so so it's like those are kind of the two spoofs that people do for Christmas stuff. You know, it's just those two stories again and again and again. There was a Saturday Night Live one, and it was Dana Carvey. And in the movie, there's a scene where he's running, and someone shoots at him. A cop shoots at him. And the gag of the sketch is he does that, and then does not have the It's a Wonderful Life part where he learns a valuable lesson, and then runs away, and then there's gunshots. <laughs> and he falls down, but they intercut it. It's another scene where he falls down. And they just roll the credits. Oh, my God. It's so funny. That one, and I think of the alternate ending that they did for SNL. Where, yeah. Where it was like, John Lovitz played Mr. Potter or whatever. Yeah. And they yeah. like, for whatever, I don't even know how they set this up, but he like gets out of his wheelchair and they were like, <laughs> oh, he's not crippled at all. And then they just beat him to death. Yeah. And that was the end of the sketch. And they're singing like, you know, the song and whatnot. And I'm just like, I mean, that's that's still funny. Like, I. But it is. <laughs> what I love about It's a Wonderful Life is that it's this beloved family classic that people watch with their grandparents every christmas and but it's one rewrite away from being a really dark twilight zone episode because it's this guy who loses his faith in humanity and his family's angry with him and he's getting fights at bars and he almost commits suicide it could be this really dark thing and it just 
just changes in time to become this like great happy ending with a wonderful moral to the story of we all have a wonderful life even if it's hard yeah but yeah there's a twilight zone episode out there that's the exact same story but goes the other direction yeah and that'll live on in our heads yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then finally this week we have the ottawa premiere of a movie i'm very excited about called relax i'm from the future oh right yeah it's a canadian film that won Best Canadian Feature and was nominated for Best First Feature at our friends at the Fantasia Film Fest and at the Blood in the Snow Canadian Film Fest, which has also had movies hosted here at the Mayfair. It won Best Picture, Best Supporting Performance for Gabriel Graham, Best Screenplay, and Best Lead Performance for Reese Darby nominee. So this is a Canadian time travel sci-fi film starring Reese Darby, who Mm. I love. You might know Reese from Flight of the Concords or Our Flag Means Death. So good. Or slightly more mainstream, he's in the Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Jumanji movies. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite podcasts is called The Cryptid Factor. And it's him and a couple of his friends who just believe in everything. (laughs) Full on talking about UFOs and Loch Ness Monsters and Sasquatches and stuff. And I love all that stuff. So if you haven't listened to Cryptid Factor, that's a recommendation. But this movie looks really funny. The yeah. trailer's getting good laughs. For sure. Yeah, he also had he had his own show where he played every character. I haven't seen that. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a New Zealand show. Yeah. And it may have even had two seasons. So each episode is a different, it's about a different character or something like that. But he plays all the characters I in every episode. That. Yeah, like it's obviously like his sense of humor and silly and whatnot. But like you would love it probably. He has a very distinctive voice. And right away when he showed up in Flight of the Concords as their haphazard dumb yeah. guy manager was just gold he's probably the best part of the show and i love the show yeah like he's just so good and then on our flag means death he's just showing real range yeah in this bizarre pirate love story yeah comedy drama it's a sad show at times but yeah. like it goes well we just uh, finished up with the latest season i don't know yeah. last week or something like that yeah it's a really don't really know anyone who talks about it but it's a really good show it's so good i hope it comes back again. yeah uh, yeah, so if you want, I always say, if you want to support Canadian cinema and a Canadian cinema, yes, be sure to come out and see Relax, I'm From the Future, because it looks super cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That is our movies for the week of Friday, December 15th, 2023. We're going to wrap things up. Be sure to check out mayfairtheater.ca for all the upcoming news. As I said, we have listed up to the 28th, and Lee just booked in January some John Cassavetes films ah. and some John Waters films. And oh. then, of course, we have Greg Sestero coming up in January. Nice. So lots of cool stuff on the horizon. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, check all the social media. I'm not going to join any more social media. We're on enough social media. Is there another one we're trying to get on? Somebody wanted me to go on another one. And I'm like, we're on Facebook. We're on Evil Twitter. We're on Blue Sky. And we're on Threads. And then we have a website. Yeah. So... That has to be okay. You used that, to be on Snapchat. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. you have a profile on Snapchat, I guess. I think that was one of the candy bar kids who was more ambitious with that kind of thing, and yeah. they're gone now, so it just languishes. It's a damn shame. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up, and we are going to go watch Satan Wants You right now. Perfect. A little bit of manic panic for the morning. Love it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time at the Mayford Theater Podcast. Bye. Bye. Oh, I swear to God, we better not have to wait longer for Dream Scenario now that he got nominated for an award. Oh, no. We need this. Who do you think I'm waiting for here? Come on. Present from the people who brought you Friday the 13th. Now comes Don't Open Till Christmas.
homicidal maniac is loose at Christmas. His target is Santa Claus. No one dressed as Santa Claus is safe. His death toys are a spear, a gun, an open razor, a dagger, or a garage. Execution by any means. Don't open till Christmas. Some Santa Clauses ignore the warnings. He surely wouldn't attack a woman. Don't open till Christmas with special guest star Carolyn Monroe. Terror drives one Santa Claus into a house of wax. Amidst the wax and plaster, a real body, warm flesh, wet blood. Don't open till Christmas. What possible reason could I have for going around killing Santas? Oh, none. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming to get you. So, Santa, did you bring me any presents? I'm... I'm not the real one. <laughs> Starring Edmund Purdom, who knows there are only three more killing days till Christmas. Don't open till Christmas. If you do, you may not see in the new year.